be the last one standing Two hands in the air, I'm a champion You'll be looking up at me when it's over I live for the battle, I'm a soldier Yeah, I'm a fighter like Rocky Put your flag on your back like Ali Yeah, I'm the greatest, I'm stronger Bet my dudes can't lose, I'm a Hello and welcome to a community episode of Supercoach Insider. My name is Ben. And I am Chris. And this is where we get to have all the fun. Yeah, this is where I can uh, start making more sexual innuendos than I usually do. Oh, please. <laughs> Although Chris is excited. If I have to hear, Chris, one more time that Collingwood are fifth on the ladder. <laughs> Look, let's, let's oh, just get it out there early. Thank you for reminding me. I didn't realise they were fifth on the ladder. <laughs> Oh, just listen back to our last podcast, Chris. Uh, uh, anyway, look, let's do mention uh, <laughs> facebook.com forward slash uh, Supercoach Insider. Yep. And Twitter, we are SC underscore Insider underscore. Uh, so please do give us a like. Uh, tell your friends, tell your nan. Say, look, even if get on this Supercoach bandwagon, but more importantly, this Supercoach Insider, uh, that will really uh, lift your tits, nan. Lift your tits. They will. Um, now, and if it's not just for the uh, the quality Supercoach information, it's also for the ridiculous amount of Naughty's movie references that I like as well. And sometimes 90s, you know. Yes. We're, we're not we're not age discriminated. Well, that, that should it. really bring us to um, Banter of the Week there, Chris. It should. Um, Very well, much so. And I, I'm a little bit upset at this Banter of the Week. I mean, it's definitely quality. I do like it, so I think it does deserve a shout-out. But... Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to listen to this to receive their award, Chris. <laughs> That's true. We, we're going to give it to um, uh, another uh, podcasting group. You, if you've, you've probably heard of it, maybe you have, maybe you haven't. This could be a league first, Chris, where a podcasting crew giving another podcasting <laughs> crew a, 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 a props up. We, well, actually, Cheezo from Dr. Supercoach was upset last week that he didn't get Banjo of the Week. Right. So, um, sorry, sorry, Cheezo. Well, well, I thought Cheezo's just taking a back seat, mate, because he's not even podcasting. I don't at the even moment. know. I never know what he's doing. Let's just give it to the I fresh. Never know what he's doing. Let's just give it to Pistol and the Fresh Crew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, good on Nicey, by the Actually, way. He's he should... going all right. Over yeah, there. I know, right? Yeah, Nicey so, and well Pistol. Cheezo, lift your game, mate. Yeah, what's that about? Get, get on the mic, bro. <laughs> get on the mic. Squ- yeah, quick on to Thailand and getting on their mic, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Lift your game. That's it. Um, so this week actually goes out to uh, SC Elites and the boys over there. They had an, a ridiculously awesome uh, meme that they posted on their Facebook. Um, so when Sicily got done for stomping, they uh, if you haven't seen this movie, by the way, American History X is one of the greatest movies of all time. And there's one um, scene where uh, Edward Norton curb stomps a guy. And a curb stomp is basically where um, they get a guy to bite on the corner of... Um, Curb. Of a curb and kick them in the head. Obviously, very damaging. And so they um, uh, photoshopped an image of Sicily's head on Edward Norton and he's doing the curb stomp, which I thought was just absolutely hilarious. So kudos to you guys, but you win Banter of the Week, which ba- it's a crisp high five, and that's about it, but I mean, it's worth it. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also did comment, I've had a couple of issues this week, but I actually thought it was pretty funny. I was like, I wonder, you know, the Sicily household, I'm like, I wonder if they get in a fight. You know, I feel sorry for his missus because every time they have an argument, he puts his foot down. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. It's just more I can say for me. So, yeah. <laughs> Please. You like to put your I'm foot down. I'm a rollover. I earn more money than you. <laughs> then she gets real angry and then you're like, okay. Oh, okay. You're, okay. you're, you're better looking. I'll, I'll, I'll anyway, sit this round um, out, champ. And I think we could also do a little semi uh, banter of the week for the, um, someone just commented asking if we're getting a podcast tonight. <laughs> and I said, uh, yes, I'm loading one. Uh, one's loading as we speak. And he's like, oh, wonderful. I feel like loading one now. 
<laughs> so look, you get a you get a semi because uh, it's kind of still part of the week. But uh, yeah, yeah, we'll give you that one. We'll give you that. We'll, we'll give, give you a, a crisp high five. Uh, so Chris, how did you go this week? Yeah, I didn't go too bad. Um, look, from the guy who beat me again. Oh, well, come on, know, mate, pump your tires. There's, there's things that are normal. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like death taxes <laughs> and me beating you at Supercoach, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, um, I might go load one in a different way. I, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, look, I, I was I was disappointed because it could have been a lot better. I had some really bad guys on field, including uh, Richards with his nice 44. Um, I didn't have Holman on field. Parker only got me a 75. Um, I had Garland on field, which uh, didn't end up being too bad because Fritch was a laid out anyway. He would have been my on-field choice. So I had to take him. Um, VC on danger. So I didn't get the 5-4. I didn't get Max Gorn. Um, but overall, went all right. I went twenty two thirty five for the week. Or the, or the Crips, if someone yeah, was daring enough, Crips, I guess. Didn't have Simpson. But um, even then, like as far as captaincy options, you still had one of the best couple of options. Yeah, it's, it's not, like, not terrible. Yeah. Well, it's not like you VC'd uh, Mitchell and took a Dusty. You know, like. And the worst case scenario is because I do have those other players. I'm not looking at double points ne- like loss. I'm only looking at single figure loss. Yeah, correct. So it's yeah, it's not, not like terrible. you didn't have five. Yeah. And then you're losing that plus the captaincy. Exactly right. Yeah, well, I mean, we both went for Danger as the vice, um, which would have worked out very, very well. Yep. uh, Which we spoke in the last podcast. Fritz being out actually allowed people to do that loophole. And they were like, please hope, please Fritz not be playing, please Fritz. And then it's like, oh, yeehaw, they can take their... Yeah. uh, And they picked up 80 points from that. But And and unfortunately, that obviously impacts everyone else who was hoping that that wasn't the case. Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, here or there. What happens if you play that risky shenanigans, you will uh, get left out. Um, Yeah. I still actually increased my rank, surprisingly, uh, again, surprisingly. Um, Even though I was only ranked 11,000th or so for the week, I increased my rank uh, from just over 3,000 to... Uh, 2260. Um, so I went up 793 places for the week. Yep. Uh, so in overall rank. So, um, yeah, climbing. Um, I obviously I want top thousand. Um, so hopefully I can uh, start edging my way towards that over the coming weeks. Yep. Okay. I got uh 2199. Uh, okay. not too bad considering I had Kelly on the bench still. Yep. Uh, which could change this week. Uh, just because a couple of primos are cheap enough, and um, if he doesn't play again this week, I'll be very annoyed. Yep. Uh, keen to know if he trains. So I am uh ranked eight thousand four hundred fifty six. Yep. Still um, good. Um. So yeah, like for for me, again, it's a little bit different because normally I try and play for league wins, so I'm still trying to get my head around the trying to go for max points sort of thing, yep. which is, that was kind of the toss-up with Kelly. I was kind of like, do I keep him another week? So I ended up making a decision to trade Yo in, uh, but just because of the, they have a few easier games. Yeah, so figured. you went Hibbert to Yo? I went Hibbert to yep. Yo. I pulled the trigger. It hurt me so... Oh, look at that. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, which worked out. Yeah. I mean, poor Hibbert. I thought he actually had a really good first quarter, but then how do you play a he game? He did actually. I think he's how, on 27. He was. And time, how do you yeah. play a game with your nostrils all taped up? And then he gets it off. <laughs> and then he and face then plants. He literally goes for like a spoil or something rather, and then face plants in and busts his nose open again. So poor guy. Look, yeah. I do feel for he's him. He's looking for any way he could to not score for everyone. <laughs> pretty much. So, but my, my I said to Chris beforehand, my theory was I uh, figure if uh, Yo would score well. Uh, bridge the points at least for this week between Hibbard and, and you know, hopefully make more points than Hibbard. Yep. And then that way that would kind of afford me the difference between my Playing rookie. My Banfield rookie, on field. Yeah, Banfield yeah. on field compared to um, Akeli. And I think Yo made 50 points more and uh, Banfield got like 68 or something. So, yes, I think 68. Yeah, and 69. which basically bridged the gap for me there. So, look, yeah. pretty happy. I'm actually just trying to. 
you know, hopefully anywhere 5,000 or 10,000. Like, you know, I mean, like for my first year of really trying to go for overall ranking in the top 10,000, I'd be yeah, pretty Yeah, I think with. you'd be pretty stoked. I mean, there's there's guys out there that are, I mean, you were looking at a guy recently on Facebook, I think Supercoach Bible. Oh, someone jumped out to like out 10,000 this week. So I had a, like just yeah, 1990 everything, scored. everything that went wrong. I'm assuming, wrong Kel- I'm assuming uh, it would have had Toby Green and um, Franklin. Franklin. Yeah. All those and guys. Honestly, I think that uh, the reason why I still jumped, even though I didn't have the best of weeks, is because all the people in front of me from rounds one and two that had Toby Green and Franklin, yep. they're all starting to come back to the pack because they're starting to have poorer weeks. Yeah, especially so, especially your Franklins and, and those kind of guys. Yeah, um, and my so my picks in the forward line, so Walters went 98. Um, I picked up Gray this week. Um, so I traded uh, Lob and Kelly to Gray and Parker. Um, Robbie Gray and, and Luke Parker. And my reasoning for that was a couple of uh, more corrective trades than anything, but um, again, Lob and Kelly, uh, they haven't trained this week so far. Um, they are unlikely to play unless they put pull through a session tomorrow. And it's just classic. Like GWS now have become the new Ross line about telling people about injuries. They just, this, I mean, this, this groin issue with um, Kelly has been ongoing since late last year. And still not fixed, and still they're working through it. That's it. That that to me, if you're still holding Kelly, you've got to get rid of him. I don't think you can uh, nurse him through a year with groin soreness all year. So I'm really, really upset about uh, yeah, the fact that they no, just don't tell you that. There was no, no press about it, and there's no magical danker rub that you can rub on his groin to make it. No, better. it's just it's you one know, week he might be fine, the next week he's going to be poo and not even play. He might be sore, or yeah, yeah. exactly. And same with Lob. Like, what's happened with him? Well, I no, mean, there's a no, contact injury, but there's got to be more to it than that. Then, well, not only not only that. I mean, if they have to travel to Perth or something, they're not going. He's not going to play on a hard deck. No, you know, so. No. Yeah, and there's obviously a lot of complaints. Well, so about... if he goes and plays on a hard deck, he might be out for two weeks. So they might not even. I mean, travel... I, I, they might not even travel. You like, I know you know that I love playing on a hard deck, but you know. Oh wow. <laughs> well, sometimes mate, you got to oil that dick. <laughs> got to oil that down. How good's that New Zealand ad? Yeah, it's good. Kids always come and play on my dick. <laughs> uh, now, in terms of leagues, uh, so um, our leagues going all right. I'll uh, we'll go through the group ranks. So. Um, uh, in our group, I'm currently ranked 21st, and uh, you're ranked 51st. Yes. Um, but the guy that's currently leading our group is a guy called M Town Ballers. His name's Paul. Hey, sick name. Um, nice, nice. M Town Ballers. I, I think it's like Motown Ballers, yeah. but with a, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. Um, and uh, he's ranked overall in Supercoach uh, number 36. Very um, nice. So very nice. Well done to you, sir. Um, how are our leagues going, buddy? Uh, yeah, not too bad. So our bonus league has dropped back a little. They're 72nd, mm-hmm. uh, while our insider number three league has actually jumped up. So they're uh, 98th. So they they did push out a little. I think they bridged that gap a little bit. Yep. Uh, our podcasting one is 283rd. So I think they've dropped back a little bit as well. And the sausage rolls have lifted their game a little bit again. Uh, Chris, uh, yep. 1794. So uh, yeah, yeah, we'll lift your game a little because you got a lot of catching up to do. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, you, you, <laughs> you can't even tell me what your league is, Chris. So um, agree to disagree. It's, that, it's not on. You could have app. dropped a thousand, Chris. You never know. Uh, that's not going to happen. They have all have Franklin and Toby Green and Parker, uh, <laughs> based on your analysis. All so. right. Um, now we've got through the first part of the pod. We're going to go through um, a few different things today. Uh, first of all, we're going to have a look at the Bubble Boys. Um, then we're going to have a look at break evens and yep. trade in targets. And you know, from last week, we do love our Bubble Boys. We do love our Bubble Boys. We're also going to go through a watch list of upcoming trade-in targets and uh, also upcoming Bubble Boys as well. You know what, Chris? Next week, I think I might buy some Hubba Bubba, and then we'll have to put the <laughs> Hubba Bubba in our mouth while we talk about the Bubble Boys and try to make sense. <laughs> that sounds terrible, but I'm okay with it. Let's it, do it. Why, it, why, why not give it, it a like go? It sounds like good ratings, Chris. <laughs> 
us. We're all about the ratings. I know. We might have to make it a Facebook Live one, though, so they can visually see us. Okay. Yeah. Struggling with the... Will it be amazing or will it be a pop? That's probably going to be the latter. A bust? Yeah. Let's do that. Ben Smart's a pop. Ben Wilder. Anyway, we're also then going to go through some Q&As, of course. Um, we're also going to go through what we got right and what we got wrong based on our round five um, from our preseason predictions. So there's quite a few guys that we got wrong and quite a few guys we got right. And we're just going to go through a little bit on those. Um, and yeah, it should be pretty interesting. Um, but Bubble Boys, you want to take us through the guys that are available this week on the bubble? Uh, yes. So I think um, enemy number one uh, is Mirror. Um, yep. So he's uh, very cheap. He's 102k. Uh, break even of negative 71. So uh, we did speak about this. You're, you're going to notice throughout this podcast. Um, some of these guys would be interesting, but we personally don't think that they'll play based on the short turnaround. Yep. Generally speaking with these young players is they need to get rested at some point. Yep. And the, you know, the workload of AFL 40 is very vigorous. Uh, it's very tough. It's very bruising. So if there's ever going to be a game to rest one of these players, it's going to be on a three or four day break. Yep, hundred uh, And you're not going to like your senior players; they can handle the 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 you know the tough sort of rigors of football. So you could kind of get, and even they struggle to sometimes to pull up off like even a, a, they complain about five and six day breaks. Yeah. So imagine a three or four day break. You're not going to throw a first year player under the bus. And just ruin their body for the next five weeks. So yeah, so I think for that, we're talking about well, Guelphie and Higgins are probably those two. They're probably the main two, so yep. don't be surprised if they're not named for this round. It doesn't mean that they're any less of a, 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 a not an option. Uh, I think uh, Higgins is probably the more interesting one because he did kick three goals. So if he gets left out, people are like, oh, yeah, there's no security, which, I mean, there probably isn't much to begin with anyway. Yep. However... I wouldn't be taking it personally this week if he wasn't named. Yeah, um, I think I think um, Higgins is a great option. He's actually the um, has the best break even. He's one thirty k mid forward at negative seventy seven break even. But yes. I I am of honestly of the opinion that he won't play this Sunday against the Pies. I think he may come back the following week um, with a what a ten or eleven day break to his next game. Um, but it's a lot to ask a first year player. Um, not not an experienced player coming through the ranks or who's played senior football before and mature age recruit. Yeah, it's not like asking First Shane Edwards year, to play another game. Yeah, you know? like um, I would be surprised if he plays this weekend. And Gulfy as well, who um, who also has a, a, a nice break even of negative 72. Well, I was going to say on the plus side, I think Dusty Martin should be fresh, even though he copped a little corky because he didn't do much. <laughs> yeah, he basically <laughs> didn't have some all. Just save yourself. Um, now, there's two others as well. So we've got, um, we still have Zach Giles Langdon, Probably getting named this week. You hopefully, think? yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, especially uh, with some of their other issues. Um, so you can go through this one, Chris. Wealthy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred seventeen k. A break even of negative uh, seventy two. Yeah. So he's he's yep. playing. Um, he played with the Bombers today. Yeah, he so looked that's, all right. That's the one. Just that's his break even. So keep yeah. an eye on that one. And Kuniko as well. He's still. Um, I mean, he's expensive and uh, didn't really back it up. Had a. Uh, he's got a. He, he had a sixty score. Yeah, um, uh, break even of 72, but yeah, he is... Uh, neg- no, uh, sorry, sorry, negative 59. Negative 59, yeah. sorry, apologies. Uh, and he is, yeah, more expensive. So especially with Ablett possibly coming back in, that's uh, soon. Yep. Uh, could be this round, could be the one after. I Who think knows? the other thing is that he... I mean, his 109 that he had last week is not going to be in his rolling average by round four, like his fourth time, uh, fourth game. Uh, so for me, I think that he's the one that you could pass on. Um, Guelphie and Higgins are unlikely to start which kind of leaves you with Mira and Zach Giles Langdon as the two options. Um, I already have Zach Giles Langdon. Do you already? Yeah, yeah. already on so my a bench. lot of people already have him, which means realistically it's about 
do you want Mira in? And if he comes in, how are you going to get him in? Yes. Um, so we'll go and through the, those options. the theory options. is, I don't like his security that much, but he's so cheap that if he plays two games, like from yeah. like if he plays three to four like yeah. four games, so you get two price rises, he could make you 100K. Easily. Easily. I, reckon, I reckon week so, one, he probably makes gets, you 70K. And then if he gets you on top of that, then you're looking at it's a, it's a bonus. Yeah. So... Uh, happy days there. Yep. Um, yep. Now, guys that um, played their first game that went all right, um, you've got Duman, I think he's from uh, Frio. Um, had a really nice breakout game, uh, for our first game out. Uh, 85 he scored. Um, he's a 123K defender. Um, we've got uh, Tom Cole, uh, yep. so West Coast. 170K. 170K, and he got a 98. Oh, that's a juicy, juicy price. If he backs that up, that'll be interesting. Unfortunate that all these guys are defenders because we don't really need, need defender no. rookies. Um, well, A, the defenders we have on field are doing well. Yeah. So just, you know, like you're going to be trying to make a, uh, trading someone out early to make a quick buck. Yep. But you're also going to be losing points on field most likely because they're just dominating. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's tough, you know. Um, You've got Paholke, which is a 123k forward mid. Chris, say that again. Paholke. Now turn around. <laughs> I see what you did there. You do the hokey pokey. Yeah. Do the hokey Paholke. Yeah. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Is it like a Toby Toby? Although, to be fair, I think I got that from the TV and they tried to do it about three or four times. Oh, really? Well, yeah, yeah you're, you're terrible. Yeah. You're terrible, Muriel. <laughs> um, he scored a 53, so, I mean, nothing to write home about, but, I mean, he could um, back it up with a nice score next week. You're I'm not sure about it, his... You're doing it, Peter. You're doing it, Peter. Good hook reference. Yeah, thank you. Um, I think M- Murphy comes back this week, so I'm not sure if Bolgi plays, to be honest. There's one thing I like, Chris, it's to hook. <laughs> yeah. Hook in. Uh, they call him Sam Pal Pepper. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Although, unlike him, I do get the job done. I do put my hooks in. Yes, he really does. <laughs> he latches on. Yeah, he, he doesn't have the follow through. Yes, you've really got to be strong about I it. I know. That, that, that Sam Pal Pepper doesn't like to spray the pepper. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't like that pepper spray. I see what you did there. Good one. Um, last one, who is uh, technically rookie priced um, and had a good score too. Um, Dog Dogman Zerha, <laughs> I call him Dogman because the, the way he lay, laid out Nero was just a joke. But whatever. One ninety k forward, um, and he got a nice little eighty seven. So um, we'll see if he can back that up. But uh, those are your watch targets. And I, know, the Chris, boys. I think um, I think he might have scored maxed out there. I think he might have hit the fence. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Uh, that was well done. Hit, no, hit a good, wall. I think good. he's hit a wall, that guy. Well done. All right. <laughs> um, so let's look at our trading targets now. Um, so there's quite a uh, few guys that have really dropped in price that are nice and juicy. The problem is, realistically... Um, it's still a little too early. It's too early. Yeah, it's, it's probably a week too early. We, we were hoping that um, there'd be some really bad scores with some already uh, cashed up uh, rookies that you'd be able to now downgrade, but... Having a look at these well, break-evens. Kind of it's kind of a good problem, though, Chris, because a lot of these uh, rookies still have low break-evens. Um, yeah, I mean, so they're still going to make you cash. Um, and at this point, it's if you're going to go early on someone, you've got to choose the right rookie to go early on. Uh, and really, what you're looking for is, okay, so is rookie X going to make more money than the gain of, of the premium that you're, you're driving in? So what's that price gap? Yeah, and, and what's you, the point difference if you're trading someone down early? To yeah. then upgrade somebody else, like exactly are you right. going to make points? Yeah, and um, you know, trading out play- people like a Dodi or a Finlayson um, or a Tim Kelly is just a no-go zone at this point. They're scoring too well to even look at doing that. So you, you kind of got to look at the guys that are a little bit under. Hope you got a bit of cash, and then try and get up to some of these players. But um, look, Holman still got a break-even of thirty-five. Kelly has a break-even of thirty. Tim Kelly, sorry, has a break-even of thirty-five. 
Um, Garlett may be the only one there with he's got a break even of 32 and he Still got a 22 last week. So yeah, but, yeah, reachable, one, but for, for one week though, Chris, don't he's throw had him two, un- two out of five scores under that break even. Don't throw him under so the bus. He's, he's one I'm looking at moving on. Um, Richards has a break even of Ed Richards has a break even of 21. Jack Henry, a break even of 27. So after his 97, he's really plateaued. Yep. And Brayshaw, 26. Yep. So he's actually kicked up. So he had a break even last week of about 50. Yep. Um, and got a 64 score, I think it was. And yeah, then 62 he's, um, or 64. So he's making a little bit more cash and kicking on. Yep. So that's good. So I think um, probably the one to really look at, Chris, the first one is uh, Fallen Premium, Zach Merritt. Uh, 100%. Up, had a really good game this Number week. Number one trade-in target for the week he should be. Uh, so he's 486K. So yep. he's already dropped 114,000. So to get Zach Merritt under 500,000 is amazing. Yep. Uh, break-even of 64. Which so means he's going to go up. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, Likely, realistically speaking, yeah. 64 break-even. Who, do you know um, who they're playing next week? Uh, yeah, Essendon are versus Melbourne. So okay. that's the only issue is that so Melbourne So he might, might get a run with role, yep. which um, could hinder his scoring performance, and that's something you need to take into consideration. Uh, the likely scenario, if he, if he tons up, if he gets 100 and whatever, he's going to go up 25 to 30K. Um, so it's, it's dangerous. If you want him in your team... Uh, you've got to try and make a move on it this week based on his early season uh, output. But um, I don't think he's a must-have. Is he? Because like, we even talked about it. From now to the end of the season, do you think that he's going to be top 10? Because he's he's close. He's borderline. But is he a real must-have? Uh, I don't think he's a must-have. I think it's uh, intriguing. I think it's a very good price to try and get in a fallen premium. Yep. Um, but, you know, you're looking at uh, Lockie Neal's had you know that many disposals. I think he's like... Third or four, a fourth, maybe for yep. total disposals. He's just not using it well. Yeah. Um, so so yeah. he's maybe. You think he's over him? Like in terms of, would you pay the extra? Because I like, the difference I like, right now is about twenty one k. Yeah. See, um, his, Neil's I, got a break would, even of one twelve. I wouldn't go Neil over Zach Merritt. Okay. Um, based on I think you know Zach Merritt has been top ten basically for the last couple of years now, or yep. 11th, you know, so sitting around that On mark. On that borderline, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I quite, you know, like him to bounce back. A, he's cheaper. B, you know, I mean, I think he definitely does get a lot of ball as well. So, I don't know. I just think Lockie Neal, you know, he averaged, what, that 107-108. He's kind of been around the mark, but not quite, yep. I think, the top 10. I think he's still a good player. He'll probably be 15 to 20. Here's, here's the thing that I think may be impacting Neal's scores, and I could be wrong, but Neal used to be the person that they looked for to, for disposable through the midfield. And now that's more Walter's role. So the the person that they're looking for to distribute the ball when they're in midfield and, and when they're clear, one hundred percent is Michael Walters, and he's a, he's a better user by foot than Neil in my opinion, and that may be hurting Neil. So Neil's still getting disposals, but he's getting them in positions where he's not free and open, and th- that's making his disposal suffer. So it, look, I'm not sure. I, I can't one hundred percent say yes. Um, Neil's going to bounce back and he's going to average a 110 for the rest of the year. I don't, I don't know that, but he's got a break even of 112, which he can definitely hit. Yep. He's dropped 91K. He's priced at 507K. So for a guy that was priced at over 600K, that's yeah, not exactly. bad. It's not you bad, can't really it's not bad at wrong. all. And if you're looking at people like Parker to possibly be top 10, yep. I think Neil's definitely in that mix of conversation. That brings uh, you to the next one. And they're one, around so. the same price too, I believe. Yeah, so, so I mean, Parker's 505k. Yeah, so 2k difference. You could even maybe hold on Parker because he's actually got a break even of, of 127. Obviously, Parker can do that, so yep. that's not necessarily a bad thing. But what that does oh, mean is so even if he Neil? goes 140, 
He's not going to go up too much. Lockie whereas Hill can get 112. Yeah. I mean, he's been known to go big games. He can games. go 150, he, can go, though, he could yeah. go 150. So. Yeah. And so with Zach Merritt, if he, but it's it's a lot more likely that he'll get at least 100. So yeah. he's probably the priority one if you want him in. You've got to get him in. But a Parker or a Neil, they're possibilities yeah. too. So the only difference is, is that if you are looking to move someone early, like we spoke about Tim Kelly as well, like it's just low in price, uh, low break even, sorry. But, yep. you know, I mean, he'll go up in price. Zach Merritt, even if he does get 100, he'll go up a little, but he won't go massively just yet because he still has that poor game that he had just before. Exactly right. Um, so he, you could wait a week possibly, but just expect that he might be just going over the 500k again, Yep. Uh, which isn't the worst thing in the world. Just, yeah. Yeah. The only real forward option, um, so if you're looking at, uh, this is the issue right now in teams. Um, so forward uh, rookies are scoring absolutely deplorable. They're barely even getting on the park. And when they do, they're scoring 22s. Fuck you, Garlet. Um, so people want to get uh, you know, premium forward into their mix. The only one that's really ripe for the picking right now is obviously Jack Billings. Um, so he's priced at 424K. Um, he's got a break even of 99, which is obviously achievable. And he's dropped 85K. We had a chat in the last pod saying we just don't even know if Billings is the same player, especially in losses. And based on how St. Kilda are performing, can you even pick him up? So yep. it's and they don't exactly have a favorite. Well, I think they have a couple of good games just before their draw. Yep. like ones that should be winnable. But again, what does that even mean? Um, and then nothing really, really easy anyway until round seventeen. Yeah. So, yeah, and it's it's look, it's a, it's your own call. I, I I'm not entirely confident on it. I'm not sold on. He's the answer think, to my. I don't problems. think he's essential. No. And no. um, you know, uh, if you want to make it, go for it. Because I, I honestly, if you if it. Excuse me, if it wins for you, you're laughing. You are laughing all the yeah. way to the end. Well, I mean, last year, I think I picked up um, Gunston for dirt cheap. Yeah. Like a few hundred thousand. Because I was like, well, he's so cheap. I pretty much sideways trained him, being like, well, I don't have to put and much into And then he got him. that role change. Well, and then just he ended up averaging bang. like 100 for yeah. the back end of the year. And it worked out very well in my favor. And yeah. actually won me the, like, some of the finals because he went massive around Great that POD. time. Like, yeah, 130s. And, yeah. Oh, it was ridiculous. Um, now, the rest of the guys that are all um, available uh, that have uh, probably hit around about where they're going to hit um, in terms of losing cash, uh, they're all defenders. So I'll just I'll just rattle them off. Um, Heath Shaw's lost 20K. Um, so he's now at 438K with a break-even of 100. So obviously achievable. Um, Hurley's probably the big one. Um, he's at 538K. So he's still quite expensive, but he's now got a break-even of 75 after a couple of back-to-back tons. Um, so he's going to be going up in price and he's lost 25k there already. Um, Elliot Yo, so he's now got a break even of 32. So this is a must get in with and he's only Elliot f- Yo. And he's 506k as yeah. well, which is amazing. So he's already down five, uh, 55k yep. uh, with a break even of 32. So that's awesome. 100% got to go up this week. Yep. Um, so he obviously drops quite a bit of cash in the back of that 27. Yeah, he made a break. He made his break even though I think this week. Yeah, so, he did. Yeah. yeah, so stoked. I picked him up. Um, luckily, I think he was just yeah. shy of it, very close to. Um, so in my opinion, I th- I still think he's going to be a top three full a uh, top three defender. Sorry. So um, if you want him and you you're looking for a defender, I think he's got to be your number one target if you don't have him. Um, so somehow you can get him in. The problem is who do you trade out? Because I mean, all the, the rookie defenders are, are going so well. So mm. um, yeah, it's 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 tough. tough. You know I mean, like, why would you trade uh, like a, a Finlayson to a, a fallen Hibbard? And then hope Hibbard comes back. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I mean Hibbard's on my on our watch list, and we'll we'll go through him shortly. But yeah, I think I'm not sure about that just yet. We'll have to see. 
Um, the last one is Lloyd. Um, so Lloyd uh, has a price of four fifty nine, uh, break even of eighty six, which is about um, what he's averaging anyway at the moment. Um, and he's lost twenty k. But from next week after round six, Lloyd, the downhill skier that he is, he's going to start putting up some big scores. So. Um, I think he's someone you've got to watch over the next week or two. And again, another guy that if you're looking for a, a D3 or a D4, maybe... See, one of the things you might be looking at is getting out Bonner because he's been an absolute spud, um, popping out 60s. And you might be uh, on the fence of, okay, who am I going to get? In my opinion, um, if I'm to rank those guys in terms of how I want them in my team, um, Yo, Lloyd, Hurley, Shaw. Is that how we're going it? Yep. Yep. Cool. Um, now, watch list. Do you want to go through the watch list? So these guys are all due to um, drop in price quite substantially, if not in this week and then over the next few weeks. Oh, but, I, can't, um, I can't wait for some of these price drops, Chris, because they are high and hot on my radar yep. with... Um, All top six and top ten potential. Well, particularly really. the forwards. Yep. Uh, I'm really keen. Toby Green and Franklin uh, both oh, had poor games. Really uh, So poor. like 55 and under. Um, so Huge break-evens. Huge so. break-evens. Really hoping that um, they have another poor game, yeah. to be honest. And Franklin's um, out for another week, so, yeah, so it's that, really two or three weeks to feed until he's... Yeah, and that's really yeah. good because that'll get him closer to the buy as well. So as, uh, if I can get him as close to buy as possible, that would be amazing. And I think Franklin at the moment is priced at just over 500k. So um, he's actually probably going to be about 480-ish maybe when you can pick him up, which is super cheap for a Franklin. So. Yep, so fingers crossed with that. Um, the Dane Zorko, his break-even is huge. He's got tagged again. Yep. Um, we went through this as well. Uh, he is, Sub 400 cents. Well, he will be very, very cheap. I would be extremely interested. Um, the only catchphrase is, is that um, round one of your Supercoach standard finals, they yep. burst North Melbourne. Yeah, um, it's t- that's a tough break. Yeah, so you're you guaranteed he's going to get tagged by Jacobs. So depending on what your your format is in draft, in my draft league, uh, they versed Geelong in Geelong round one of the finals. But look, keep an eye on that. So they play a lot of away games. Uh, but yeah, number one, like North Melbourne. So that really puts me off getting him for standard, just because it could be dangerous. Like yeah. you have a primo that gets tagged and he gets thirty or something. You know what I mean? Like you're in a lot of trouble. So oh yeah. Um. Yep. Yeah, anyway, so he's one to watch. JPK as well. Uh, still has a high break even because he scored poorly again. Uh, Two in a row of really, really bad scores. But he's, so. a, he's a quality player, though, and he he surely he bounces back. These first six rounds, bro, I'm I'm jumping on him at some point if I can get him cheap enough at the right time. It's got to be a time when um, you know, midfield rookie plateaus and yep. I've got the ability to jump to someone. Well, if you can get someone a couple hundred thousand cheaper, you're laughing. Oh, you know yep. what I mean? And speaking of a couple hundred thousand cheaper, another one to keep watch on as well is Rockliffe, who will... Should and will be very cheap after the buy. Yeah. Because uh, he played in the v, uh, the SN Sample uh, yep. today on Anzac Day. So, obviously, he's not playing this weekend. Yep. Uh, so, it'll be the weekend after. And, and then when he comes back, he's still got a 130 or something break even. Oh, or huge. Oh, it's, even, it's even bigger, I'm pretty sure. So, um, look, he'll drop very much so. I think with what we discussed as well earlier is that Rocky and Zorka are both people that you can maybe pick up as a um, M10 or, sorry, M9. M9. So, someone that you can loophole on field. Well, someone, yeah, someone that you could start on field instead of your rookies and then try, yeah, to, exactly. then try, try and... to move them to your bench at some point to at least switch in and out. Yeah. Uh, give you some good cover options. Uh, Okay, so defense, we got Howe and Hibbard, uh, two to watch. So yep. Hibbard still dropping in price. Um, yeah, another poor score. So, But look, he did look... Howe with an 80 dropped a little bit as well. But, I mean, I think one more week with Howe and you might be able to pick him up too. So. Yeah, so that could be some good... Uh, Howe could be a good, unique option in another yep. week or so. Uh, and Hibbard still falling. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe maybe he feels free, Chris. Because <laughs> I'm free! 
That was pretty Free good. Free falling. I feel like Jerry Maguire over here. Great sports movie, by the way. Free <laughs> Show me the money. Are you going to go high or are you going to go high or are you going to go low? Uh, I'm not really good at harmonies. I just like to stick in my same key. Oh, jeez. I'm going to start calling you Lindsay, mate, because you're always going low. <laughs> oh, that was below the belt, but oh. I'm okay with it because you're always was, below the I belt. I believe that was a knockout. <laughs> <laughs> knockout. Um, cool. Um, so I, I hope you guys enjoyed that information. Uh, we spent a hell of a lot of time going through that. So um, now we're going to go through what we got right and what we got wrong. And let's be fair, we're not perfect. But we're pretty good. <laughs> For the round or in general, Chris? No, no. We're going to go, look, based on, you know, our preseason predictions, if anyone's been following us since the start, at the start of the year, we did a podcast on every single team, and we'll be likely doing that again next season. Yep. Um, and we went through uh, everyone from guns, mid-prices and rookies and who we thought was going to break out, um, reasons for, reasons against, um, who we didn't like as picks, yeah, et cetera. And we've now got a list, uh, a fairly good list, I think, yes. of people, things that we got right and things that we got wrong. It's not about every single team, but there's some some guys in here we just want to highlight. Um, and I think we'll start with the uh, guys we got wrong, and then we can come back and sandwich it with a, a bit of guys that we got right. How oh, does that sound? A bit of sandwich action. <laughs> uh, well, definitely got wrong. I think number one, Fogarty uh, for Geelong. Uh, yep. As we've said quite a few times, uh, that's probably one of the bigger regrets for me. In terms uh, of a in English, rookie scoring. As far as yeah. a rookie. So I think Fogarty and English are the two rookies I regret. Yep. Um, Stevenson's also really come through well, the last with, couple some, weeks, with yeah. some decent scores. I mean, I think he got an 88 today, which is... That's super impressive, and it's going to set him up for some good scoring, uh, good Well, he's good already made 100,000, so he's laughing. Yeah. So, yeah, very yeah, much. So the one, one that we missed, and um, look, we may have traded him, done a corrective trade with him at some point, but uh, glad that uh, we didn't do that because we didn't have a chance to. So yep. that would have been real. I would have really been hating my life if I had him and then traded him out, and then he started pumping out good scores. Correct. So. Uh, I guess probably, well, Dangerfield, we might have gone a little early on. Uh, he's dropped 80K, but at the same time, I'm not that upset by spending the money on him because yeah. it, it, made, it made me sleep better at night, Chris. And well, that's the one thing that I like too. Like, I like sleep the fact, is valuable. Yeah. I like the fact that I don't have to worry about where Danger's playing or, or what he's doing because he's going to pump out at least a 110, right? Like yep. most weeks you can bank him for a 110, let alone a 135, which is what he does. Plus, I mean, you've got um, Scott Selwood now not in the team. He's still got Ablett coming back from injury. Um, yeah, those hammies will be warmed up. So his break even's 150. Reckon, yeah, so he could easily even he could, hit, make, he could even he could hit that it. this week. And yep. Um, but look, at the start of the season, we both well, I got it wrong. You, you, you were all on the danger train. I said to everyone, "Do not get danger." Um, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then you, what I do, I got. I well, how, would, got how are you going to know he hurt his hammy and? You know, this yeah. and the other. So, look, let's not worry about that too much. Um, I think uh, Grundy is probably another big one. So, yep. he, I think he got another, what, 113, 114 today. Yeah, so we, we predicted him, what, a, a 10, I think we both said about 100 did, did average I, in a top five, but that's about in it. In my second round of draft uh, ratings for the Ruckman, the top five, did I put Grundy at fifth? Yeah, you did. Yes. Yeah. yeah so, I don't remember that, but, but yes. But he's number one. Like, how wrong are we? That, that's a big swing. Yeah, but... I mean, it's, it's early. early. It's early. It's early, but quit, look, quit, Grundy's quit come out and, and gone all right. Quit pumping. Gone all right. It's the, he's probably the most informed Ruckman in the comp. Mate, come on. Quit pumping the gums on the toothless Collingwood supporters. Well, you know who else is fifth? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I swear, I 100% oh, was just about to fall for that. So worth it. I was about uh, to 100% fall for that. I was like, I was looking at you like, what's that, Chris? What's that? Oh, Tell me more. Yes, and, it's no. fantastic. Mate. Just ahead of Geelong, in case you're wondering. 
All right. Um, another one that we 100% got wrong, and we banged on about this, and, and okay. I think we now got to say, hands up, we got it wrong. Can I just say, Chris, I'm glad you brushed your teeth before this because you're smiling more than any Collingwood supporter <laughs> I've ever seen. Oh, yes, I brushed my teeth. So, yes. With a Can, bottle of Jack, like Kesha. Go on, go on with the chlorophyll. Um, Kate Simpson. Yeah. Can we call that a rock? Yep. That's a foul from us. Well, he's had two big games. The one in a row guy now. that's probably the most obvious of like, oh well, doherty has gone, so who's going to pick up the points? Well, it's obvious, but then his preseason his preseason was form so, through us. Yeah, I mean, and, and we, if, if I was to pick a team blindly and not look at their preseason form and their age and you know yeah. their just general you know demeanor, um, then sure, I'd just blindly pick Simpson. I, but I really don't like saying this because you know I don't want to wish injuries on anyone, but I really hope he gets injured. Oh, don't say that <laughs> because he's he's in too many teams. He's now hurting me. The, this week we did get a one forty two. That's that like his scores are hurting me. I'm now actively looking at his scores every week to see if he hopefully gets an 80 or a 90 instead of a 150. Like that's 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 I yeah, hate he's that's had two, happening. He's had two really big scores. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's hurting. And like I can't get him in now. He's too expensive. He's I think he's 540k. Yep. You're basically going him or Hurley as like those next premium defenders. But I can't get another one in. Well, like, I, th- I think Franklin I got wrong early, but now the bruised heel's kind of slowing him down towards the pack a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so it had, did hurt me early on. I do want him in my side. Uh, I was wrong with how well he was moving initially. Yeah. Uh, and good old Perth for slowing him down. Thank you, Perth. Yeah, you really did us a solid. Not only do you give us the awesomeness that is Nick Nat Nui, you also and injure five. Franklin. And five. And five. Yes, Come on, mate. That's don't, true. Don't leave the man bun out in the cold. And and you. And yo yo. <laughs> no, I don't like him that much. Um, I thought Menegola only because uh, they're missing some players. Well, okay, and he started so slow. He started slow. People would have traded him out too. Here's where we got it wrong. So uh, it's not necessarily that Menegola. Um, uh, isn't like has the potential. We all said he has the potential. It was his role, right? Yeah. But and we we should have known. But uh, this is all conjecture that Geelong's midfield was going to get battered at some point, and then he's going to get his mid time, and he's going to you know jump in and get those marks as well and move forward. Literally, if we had just foreseen that, yes, Menegola will get that time from time to time, and yeah. then spike his scores. But he would have hurt you the first three rounds. Chris. Yeah, he would. He averaged jack all. You might as well just say, oh, in that case, then yeah. Crane Lambert should have just. You know, stayed in our sides and take three fifty scores, and then all of a sudden, oh, he's got two one twenties in a row. Ooh, look to do. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's sort of a, a little bit I of hit and miss on it. I mean, <laughs> I'm not upset about it, but at the moment, it's definitely we got that wrong. At the right now, at this nah, point, after another one twenty. Nah. I mean, jury's two, out. Are we gonna two rounds, Chris? Uh, jury's park, out. Park your boat, mate. Yeah, too too early. Right. Uh, Delidio, Is the jury out on Delidio? Because no. The, I don't okay. think we got Delidio wrong at all. I think he's still gonna not gonna play he, all the he, games. He's had There's two, no way. He's a quality player. So I, I, all of the stuff at the start of the year, I wasn't saying he wasn't a good player. Do you yep. know what I mean? Like he's a quality player. He's gonna have some quality games, but it's his body that I can't trust. Yep. You know what I mean? And Kelly's out of the side, so obviously they need some some kind of experience and some kind Leon, of silky smooth. I'm hating Leon. Yeah. So he throws Delidio in the middle. He gets. He has a couple of good games. That's great. Do you know what I mean? In draft, I'd be looking He's to trade He's a distributor now. They're looking for him to distribute yeah. the ball. And like he could end up being a top six forward, but if you're going to take the risk on him, you're going to have to accept the fact that you might have to trade him back out again. Yep. It's kind of like Rockcliffe of a couple of years ago where you know he's going to go big, so you want him in, but then he gets injured, so then he's out of his side, but then do you put him back in your side? It's just a nightmare. Do not... Going in and out, that's my thing. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I thought it was just you go in and out and then that's it. That's pretty much it. <laughs> that is pretty much it. That's that's my that's my go to. Yeah, you you are you are like the preview before the before the movie. <laughs> they call me Sam Pow Pepper. I try and hit oh, it really dear. hard, really quick. They call you preview Chris. Because <laughs> they never get to the main feature. 
Oh wow, excellent! <laughs> uh, um, Armo and Jaeger. Kevin, I'm glad I avoided both of them. Yeah. Oh, so Although Jaeger would so have been. So what we dominant. got wrong? Armo versus Jaeger. So we obviously said Armo would be the better pick over Jaeger. I said Armo based on his early, like the early draw and yep. uh, Jaeger's body. But I actually was tempted to put Jaeger on my side. It was more just a structure thing at the end. But um, yeah, Armo Tidge was horrible. Yeah. For those that kept him, oh geez, uh, horrible. Um, Oh jeez, Chris Heath Shaw got wrong. That's a mate. You, you, you uh, park, no, park. Gonna, it's it's probably too early. It's too early you. on on Heath Shaw. But jeez, um, mate, have some faith. Uh, look, one thing that you has know, pulled it back. That, what until last, like before last week or oh, this week, just gone. Um, Savage was winning that race. So of the two, really, okay. for, between for me, it was between Shaw and Savage. Yep. And Savage was winning until last week, and now it's literally dead even. Okay. So, so here, here's what I need from you, Chris is to not write down Heath Shaw as a wrong. Okay, I need you to have some faith, okay? About hashtag, hashtag blessed. blessed. Yeah, you cannot jump ship. You know what I mean? Cause well, you've got no, to get we, down to Bronte Beach. We can't handle that negative. This weekend. We and can't go, handle that negativeness, Chris. I think your blessing is starting to wear off. I think you need to go back out there to Bronte Beach, have a little bit of a chat with the boys, See the pasty okay, whiteness. No, here's, where here's, where here's, where here's where you're mistaken. Okay. Okay. So before the bounce, GWS are versing Brisbane this week. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Mm, okay. In Sydney at their you know, glorious stadium, not in the crappy Cairns windy, reckon, windy tunnel. Do you reckon Shaw takes Cameron? I reckon Shaw will go absolutely nuts. I think. So who plays on Cameron? I, and here's what I'm going to do, Chris. I'm going to hashtag bless Facebook and Twitter before the bounce. Oh, okay. <laughs> And you watch those two towel up with two one. Is there a ceremony? Do we have to get some Ouija boards or something, or like how does this work? Or is it just I just use my fingers and <laughs> just... <laughs> really? Is, yeah. that, is that what happens? Yeah, just click click oh. click those fingers together, mate, and start, them, a, start a fire. Get, get them warmed up for <laughs> us. That's, that's a fire. That's a fire. Um, and the the last two, obviously. So Mason Cox did, did not work at all. Like what I like, this is my my <laughs> yeah. thing. I put my hand up. Mason Cox did not. work. Oh, I, and I had Billings. So however, having said that, um, he actually played really well today, even though he didn't score well, and he played really well last week, even though he didn't score well. So yep, and still Billings. a good player and great for a role player. And also, don't know if you know, but Collingwood are fifth on the ladder. No, that <laughs> doesn't work anymore, Chris. I and I had Billings was obviously the big mistake for me. Uh, although if I yeah. didn't have Billings, I was probably. I wasn't going to write that in because we both did well, get them wrong. But yeah, yeah. Yes and no. I didn't have. I didn't go the mid prices. I could have gone. Um, yeah, McLean. I could have gone Walters. But if I wasn't going to go Billings, I was going to go Toby Green. Yep. So it worked out week one because um, about the same, I think. But and Green's been out for a few weeks, so it's kind of worked, but it hasn't really. Yeah. So go figure. You know. One that we got uh, the last one that got wrong was Rockliffe. So we obviously were pretty big. Both of us pretty big on Rocky. Um, well, again, yeah, Chris, Chris traded him. In no the knowledge round. of this stupid, um, ridiculous role that he's going to be playing, um, which is unfortunate because we just we just couldn't see how he was going to fit into that midfield, how he's going to fit into the port side. And look, to be honest, I don't think even Ken Hinckley knows at this point because he's still trying to find a role for him. Yes, I know he's injured and he's not playing this week, and he probably won't play next week. He'll probably play the week after. But they're still trying to find a role for him in that midfield, and I just don't know what it's going to be. Um, I really hope that he f- settles and he finds something that's going to score him well. Um, in which case, we can bring him back into our sides as a 350k midfielder, which would be nice. That would be nice. Um, um, now, what we got right. So this is a bit of our prop session. So where we can pump our own chest and say how awesome we are. Uh, Rory led. <laughs> um, <laughs> Easiest well, decision ever more. Well, we don't even have to talk. I think everyone got led right. But let's, um, yeah, well, oh, you got led right over me. 
at the moment. Well, uh, yo, yeah, still, yo's uh, still yeah, going uh, well. Uh, Both like, of them are going well. Yo's in my side, so yeah. go figure. Uh, obviously, I got Hibbard wrong as well, so that was the other one. Uh, so, Tom Nick, Mitchell was, I think, a big one. Yep, I think Mitchell and um, yeah, and Dusty, you know, to start the year anyway, the first couple of rounds. Dusty, yeah. maybe not the last two rounds, but... I, um, the reason why I want to highlight them as, as guys is that if you didn't start with Dusty and Mitchell... Um, you really started behind the pack. So the guys that didn't start with either of those two, especially with Danger not playing, um, they have really suffered in the rankings. I would be surprised. I mean, you know, put your hand up and let us know if you don't have Dusty and Titch and you're in the top 30,000. I'd love to see it because I, d- I don't think you could you could possibly be. No, not with especially three, the double with three, points on offer. Not with three solid rounds. Yep. Yeah. Uh, 100% there. So, um, look, the other one I thought we, we definitely got right, better than I thought it was going to go, is Nick Datnui. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's gone well, better than I thought. We, um, we nailed that, but we actually underestimated how good he was going to be. Oh, 100%. Yep. Like, we were thinking, oh, if he can average, like, 90 until the buys, then maybe he'll, like, explode in the back end. Yep. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's a big man exploding well, in the back end. It is, yeah. I mean, Jeez. that's, you know, BBC, is that your real go-to? Know, or? Cross, cross-pollination. <laughs> Polynesian, even, is oh, he? Oh, yeah. Hey. Cross-pollination. Uh, is, he, is he from that with some uh, Samoa or something? He may or? not be the best-looking man, but geez. Uh, no, I reckon he's not bad for a big old black fella. Oh, Chris, I reckon he's, you can't do that, Chris. Why not? He is Chris, black. No, Chris. All right, well, apparently no, I can't Chris, do that. he is well-tanned. <laughs> he's just a little bit off-white. Well, well-tanned. Um, Great guy. I love Nick Nat. Oh, so do I. He does so much for the community as well. He gets out there. He goes to the hospitals, yeah. goes to launch days. I know, he takes it on once TVs. <laughs> <laughs> Even if they don't know, they don't need it anymore, you know. Oh, just helping them out. <laughs> Dude. Um, I love Nick Nat. And look, Same. he is he's still, and by by far, actually, the highest points per minute player. And his time on ground has been confirmed by the man himself uh, to go up in the next couple of weeks. Yep, so. so I'm looking forward to that. Can't wait. We are in the Western Bulldogs podcast. We went through Toby McLean as a fantastic POD, um, was in 2% of size at the time, and now he's in 7%. He's still a POD. And he's he's the fourth best forward at the moment. Toby you want McLean? a POD? Yeah, you know me. You want a POD? Yeah, yeah you know yeah. me. Well, uh, it's an OPP, but I like what you did there. Well, if you have him in your side, at least you have him in your side. At least you have it, unlike um, Buckley that doesn't have a medal. <laughs> oh, dude, that was so funny. So Chris was uh, showing me this earlier. So at the end of the game, they brought Trelaw in with Buckley to do the press conference. And um, they're asking, you know, Trelaw, what does it feel like to you know, win the Anzac medal and whatever it's called? And um, I'm sure Chris knows. Anyway, so <laughs> anyway, so he's talking about it like, oh, you know, I just wanted to get the four points and trying to be, yeah, he was actually trying to be really boring about it, to be honest. Like, oh, yeah, I wanted to get the four points and this, that, and the other. Um, he's like, oh, but there's been plenty of great players that have, you know, got one before me, um, just like, you know, Buckley here. And, um, you know, I mean, it was pretty interesting. So I'll, we'll play this little clip. Uh, that's like um, 12, 12 minutes. I'm not oh, well, Chris, you can find it. Hurry up, Chris. <laughs> I don't know where it is. Anyway, it was actually quite funny where... Um, Basically, you know, he's, Trelaw said Buckley had won something that he had not won, um, which is the probably interesting part. So, Chris, you can go find that. What are you doing? Yeah, I'll find it eventually. Um, look, Walters as well. I think Walters was something that we um, that we yep. really liked and, and, and got on board. I think he's going to turn into hopefully a top well, six forward. And so. I, think, I think Gunston's actually another one that, um, for draft anyway, I actually didn't think he was that good, yep. except he's doing he's well now. He's just pumping out so. regular 90s. Like... I mean, I think we picked him for about a 95, so... Well, you did. I actually thought he was not really worth much at all, so there you go. 
But um, anyway, look, that's it. Um, I think also I think we were right about Cruiser uh, being too expensive and that sort of thing. So, yeah, can't find it. I think okay. that's it. Anyway. Anyway, so uh, yeah, that pretty much rounds out the uh, what we got wrong, what we got right, guys. We're just going to jump into some Q and A. Yeah, let's go to the Q and A. Uh, okay, so people. Um, okay. So, Abel wants to know. Abel wants to know why does it sound foolish to use guys twice in the same sentence? A <laughs> uh, little bit of banter from Abel. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, that was, that was obviously I use guys and guys to get, yeah, it was, it was, it was funny when I read it, but yeah, now that you reread it, now it's not funny. Right. <laughs> so Chris trying to be funny, but not funny. That's fair enough. Um, so Sika, Sika number 11, what's your real name? That sounds so, Sika 11. Sika, Sika Supercoach. Yeah. Good, good on you. Good on you. Uh, the Sicily Conundrum, uh, basically, um, yeah, so he's only got one week, so that's okay. So obviously holding, if you held him through the last suspension, you got to hold him again. Yeah, um, I mean, look, it's it's tough, but you can't. You can, he's he's literally averaging uh, a one hundred and four as a defender, well, as a defender forward. So, which means that he's re- ridiculously valuable as a defender. That would have to put him in the top six defenders right now for average, one hundred percent. And if he maintains that for the rest of the year, he's going to be a top six defender. You can't just get rid of him because he misses. I know it's his second week, but. Oh, well, he's halfway there, Chris. I said he'd miss four weeks. Yeah. Look, well, he needs one more two-week suspension and I will be right. He might. With my um, four-week suspension. With the with the rookie defenders uh, scoring so well, then you can probably afford to um, yeah, just get yeah, a naught on field for the week. I know it's it's not the best you know situation, but. Um, I think at least you can afford to do that. The problem is if you have him in your forward line and then you've also got you know, a Franklin because then you've got you know two donuts there that obviously you don't want in your team. Um, and in that situation, it's going to be a per-team call. You know, what rookies do you have? Are you fielding a zero? Uh, how many trades you have? How many corrective trades you have? Maybe it's that, that's got to be an individual thing that you, you, you throw up. Um, I'm not a. If you're going for overall scoring, you can't have a zero on your field, obviously. So you've got to trade him, and then you just got to hope that you can make that up in, later in the year. Yep. Um, but if you're going for a league win, then obviously you hold him, and you yep. just cop the zero for the week. Um, Richard wants to know: Is Delidio worth a look, or is it too risky? Uh, I think it's too risky. But, yeah, I you think know, we both answered that together. Well, yeah, but. if you want to risk it for the biscuit, then by all means. But just be aware that he might not be everything it's uh, played up to be. Yeah. Don't tell me you found it, Chris. I did find it. Ah, well, hit it up, turn it up. <laughs> yeah, it's I, um, you know, I didn't come into the game expecting this whatsoever. Well, of course um, not. You've been kicking yeah, like a spud. I just to come over four points. So, yeah, it's, um, it's something I'll probably look back on in once I'm retired. But like you said, there's some champions who've won it, like the man next to me. And... No, I haven't won it. Nah. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Thanks, Oh, absolutely shredded. <laughs> do you have one of these buckling? No, no, I don't have one of these. Do you, oh, do you, want, do you want to do wear my one? one? <laughs> if you took some money from my wallet, would that ease the pain? Well, yeah, well, the, the start of that the start of that was actually quite, you know, very plain Jane, and then next minute it turns out to be great banter. Not only did he get it wrong, who then offers, oh, do you want to wear this one to make you feel better? Uh, you know. I'm sure, 
I'm sure Buckley will get him back and later I'm, in the week when he goes to offer him his Brownlow medal. So. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure that was worth the 10-minute wait that the folks were waiting to listen to. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> what, a, what a downplay, but jeez. Oh, totally uh, worth it. Anyway, so, yeah, look, that's up to you if you want to risk it for the biscuit for Delidio, but very, very risky. Yep. Um, Supercoach DPW wants to know about upgrade targets in the forward and defensive line. So, yep, so uh, we, we just went through that, yeah, so obviously. Yo and uh, Hurley in defence. Uh, Yo, forward Hurley, line, and Lloyd. I think forward line's a bit too early. because Forward uh, is only really Billings. Franklin, yeah. Well, Billings is really the only cheap one. So, uh, yep. Um, buddy out for a week with a bruised heel. Uh, FMD. Don't know what that stands for. Fuck uh, me daily. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not. Anyway, yeah, that's, that's uh, so gonna be it. Forward lines continue. I'm close to scrapping my super coach team. So help me God, I'll do it. Says Seeker Eleven. Oh, good on you, Seeker. Putting in a couple ones there, mate. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe maybe Delidio for 420k would be worth a look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no chance. Not for me. Uh, look, yeah, it's a tough one, but uh, it could be worse. You could have Sicily. Yes. Yeah. Um, who's also missing a week. So look, I don't know. Have some faith. Uh, when upgrading targets, so Mark Robinson, uh, good on you for taking time out of your day from your um, super coach Herald, uh, Herald son. Um, it's not the same Mark Robinson, clearly. Yes, clearly not. <laughs> With a different profile picture and everything. Oh, he, good on you. He's, but he does need the advice because he's terrible at Supercoach. So. Oh, that's not very nice. Um, so when upgrading <laughs> targets, do you focus on teams with winning records? Uh, look, I, I, to be honest, it depends. Um, yes and no. If it's a 50-50 coin flip between one player and another player... Um, I do take that into consideration. I also take into consideration players that um, win, uh, score more heavily in wins. So like we uh, mentioned with Billings, um, he on average scores about 12 points per game more in wins than losses. So uh, that could come into consideration. But there are players in the game that can average up to 30 points per game more in wins and losses. So have a look at that history. Uh, it's actually pretty easy to work out. Um, jump on footywire.com. Um, you know, go to their previous history in Supercoach. Um, they actually can you can have a look at you know games from you know the last year or the last two years or etc. Um, and then you just need to match that up with what their supercoach scores were and then average it out. It'll probably take you about two or three minutes, um, but it's definitely worth doing if you're flipping between two players as to which one I want to get into. Um, the big thing on Billings for me at the moment is I, I can't see foreseeably a, a match where I'm going to say you're the favourite, St Kilda, um, until round 17 against Carlton. And that that's that's a really it's yeah, unfortunate, that's, but that's that's literally what I see at the moment. That's pretty so. damaging. Uh, good old Swizz wants to know how many games does Sicily have to miss before you trade him? Uh, I'm always on the, on the three bandwagon, um, but with see, it's different from injuries. See, when you're actually suspended, it's not because you're you're playing. Like he's playing good football and being suspended. So if you're saying you know it's an injury and it's a two it's two weeks or three weeks or whatever. The difference is, and you've got to expect as well in his return game, is might not be up to scratch. So you've got to add that extra week. So for me, if he's suspended for three weeks, got to trade him. Um, uh, if he's only two weeks, then I'm 100% holding uh, because he'll probably come back uh, fresh as a daisy and be able to just run into those top scores again. So, um, yeah, that's just my opinion. But That's fair enough. Yep. Uh, okay, so Liam Clark wants to know, uh, do, you, do you wait for a better downgrade for Venables or basically we're talking about Mira, um, the other guy I can't say. Uh, a Gilfie? Gilfie. Gilfie. Um, Gil- and Higgins. Uh, or should we try and get at least two of those in? I think uh, we kind of mentioned before, I'd wait. you need to wait yeah. for teams to be announced uh, and then from there you can then narrow it down as to who should be in your side. Uh, but we do think that... Um, I'm hoping Gil- you don't. I'm ho- I Higgins, want all I'm, three, but I'm hoping that you don't need to take one of those. I'm hoping you don't, I don't need to choose this week. Yeah. Because um, then that way it gives an, uh, some guys another week 
to look at their break evens. Yeah. Uh, I but we do the think the rookies still aren't really ready, well, are they? Yeah. I honestly think let's see tomorrow night. Um, you know, so Thursday night teams released. Um, let's see uh, who's named, and yeah. then and then kind of narrow it down from there. Unless um, you're absolutely desperate to get rid of Venables. Um, the only one that I'd be looking at really out of that list at the moment is Mira because he's got the yep. he's going to be able to make you the most cash. Um, but yeah, I just don't think that those other two will play. Yep. But uh, look, I think that's it for pretty much the Q and A. Yeah. So look, that's it for us. Hope you have enjoyed the content. Hope you've enjoyed the banter and the laughs and Chris's little clip that took ten minutes to get. <laughs> and uh, look, if you are out there and you are from uh, Tigerland, congratulations on being top of the ladder for the first time in twenty years. Uh, or if you're just like Chris and you enjoy Collingwood being fifth place for the yeah. first, for the first time in a long time, yep. and for one week only special, then you know, look, celebrate I, your week. This this is really good coming from a guy that's literally sitting. Are you bottom now? We're always bottom. <laughs> we just that's why we're gonna just, bring you down, mate. Just that low expectation down. of a solid. Bottom. No, look, Collingwood have last played. Place. Collingwood have played well for the last four weeks. So let's let's give them that. Thank um, you. They verse Richmond next week, and then they'll be out of the top eight. Hundred percent. It's only this is why yeah. I've got to bring it up now because we're gonna get smashed on Sunday. It's just shining light. Yeah. So Chris always gets smashed on Sundays. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> twice. Um, anyway, look, thanks again for having us. Uh, enjoy, and we'll see you next time. Cheers, guys. Last name ever, first name greatest. Like a sprained ankle, boy, ain't nothing to play with. Started off local, but thanks to all the haters, I know G4 pilots on a first name basis. In your city, faded off the brown. Nino, she insists she got more class. We know, swimming in the money, come and find me. Nemo, if I was at the club, you know I balled. Chemo, dropped the mixtape, that shit sounded like an album. Who'da thought a countrywide tour be the outcome? Come. Labels want my name beside an ex like Malcolm Everybody got a deal, I did it without one Yeah, nigga, I'm about my business Killing all these rappers, you would swear I had a headless Everyone who doubted me is asking for forgiveness If you ain't been a part of it, at least you got to witness Bitches It may not mean nothing to y'all Understand nothing was done for me So I don't plan on stopping at all won't this shit forever, mine, never mind, never mind. Shutting shit down in the mall. It's selling there, girl, she the one for me. And I ain't even planning the call. I won't this shit forever.